so Blaine today, I was home solo with the kids in the morning and I just was holding a carton of chocolate milk mm -hmm. and it literally slipped out of my hands and all of it spilled all over the floor. And oh my gosh. <laughs> It was like, you know, when you like, you spill like a jug of something and it's like, whoop, 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 like coming mm -hmm, out. Mm -hmm, That's yeah. exactly what happened. And it, and it was also like the expensive chocolate milk. So like fair life, ultra filtered chocolate milk. Of course it wasn't the like $1 half gallon carton mm -hmm. of chocolate milk. Never is. <laughs> yep. Mm -hmm. And I usually drink this chocolate milk every day when I take my vitamins, cause I hate the taste of my vitamins yeah. and then we didn't have any more. <laughs> so then I didn't take my vitamins. And it just kind of got me inspired to think like, everyone says, don't cry over spilt milk, but gosh, I'm going to cry over spilt milk because that was like my breaking point today. Welcome to the You Are More podcast. I'm Blaine Ledbetter. And I'm Lakin Stewart. If you're looking for an authentic community that shares the truth of the gospel and the truth about life, you've come to the right place. We believe that you are more. You're more than motherhood, more than your ministry, and more than your career. Grab a cup of coffee and listen in to hear the truth about what it means to find your identity in Christ through every season of life. Welcome to the You Are More podcast. Hey guys, welcome back. This week's episode is, as Lakin mentioned just a few minutes ago, or seconds ago, I guess we should say, um, <laughs> it's okay to cry over spilled milk. Gosh, so yeah. today we just, you know, we don't have a lot of plans or preparations or expectations <laughs> for this episode as do we ever blame? <laughs> do we literally it's, there's nothing. New. We literally but, shoot um, from the hip every week. <laughs> it's fine. Every week, everyone be comforted in that. Seriously. Um, we have no script. However, we did just want to talk through just handling these little frustrations yeah uh, yeah it just in life in every day like like she mentioned and all my breastfeeding pumping mamas will understand but mm. when someone tells you not to cry over spilled milk um it's okay to cry over spilled milk and especially if that milk is breast milk um yeah liquid gold literally literally gold i mean Especially if you're a pumping mom and like every ounce, ounce counts. counts. Mm. So, all right. Gosh. Yeah. So, so we're just going to go back and forth. Like We are like starting with like, what are some little frustrations that pop up in motherhood for you that just kind of make you cry? Like, just like what and how do you like deal with that long term? Um, A big one that you and I have talked about a lot lately mm -hmm. is sleep. Mm -hmm. our kids yep. ourselves I get and by sleep we mean lack thereof <laughs> yes I mean not not yeah um I was just thinking the other day I have no complaints in how my kids sleep most of the time right now yeah. because they're all pretty much at the age where they're all sleeping through the night um I've got one kid that kind of wakes up earlier than others but he does really well to go to sleep and mm -hmm. so I have no complaints, but especially, you know, those first couple weeks, months, years, postpartum. <laughs> Currently, yes. I, yeah. 
I mean, if we have a bad night of sleep, I'm just kind of there's no reasoning and rationale Mm -hmm. in the middle of the night when you're so frustrated. No, like either this kid can't go back to sleep or you can't because that's my problem. And I am not a healthy, thriving girly Mm -hmm. if sleep is not on the agenda. So, and Blaine, I don't know if you (laughs) have this issue. But like when I am in like half awake, half asleep state and I am not sleeping, it's like the rage monster within me comes out mm-hmm. and like, yes, I have to literally like there was one night Cody had COVID a few weeks ago and Lila was sleeping in his closet. In a bed Love this story. <laughs> and she would just not go to sleep. And I just remember I put her in the bed and I'm just not a person that can fall asleep with like little feet touching me or moving or anything like bothering me in any capacity Mm -hmm. I was literally getting so frustrated I put her back in the packet plate and punched the headboard like seven times (laughs) so any more rage monsters out there we feel you okay I feel that I am 22 months postpartum and still have postpartum rage but uh definitely a work in progress (laughs) well it's also different um like for me personally, I'm not speaking for everyone, but like mm-hmm. middle of the night feedings, I know that's going to happen. That's going to happen. Like I can mentally prepare. It. Yep. Yes. I but know it's the when kids they're like up. almost two years old mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and still and don't have it together. Yeah. Like this week, um, my kid's pillow fell off the bed. So she wakes up oh in the middle God. of the night. Um, uh, so for you to put see. her pillow back on her mm-hmm. bed, right? Yep. Yep. And then she fell out of the bed because we've just recently transitioned to like the twin bed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, Great. yeah, I'm just like, thankfully, knock on mm-hmm. all the wood. Don't jinx me, Jesus. Like we've <laughs> not had one of those nights in a very, 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 very long time where, you know, the kid just won't go back to sleep or anything. Mm-hmm. Any of the kids. So I, that's why I'm like, I'm complaining because usually they do, but it's just frustrations like that. But also, if anyone needs to know this, like in you, me, everyone, you are not defined by the amount of sleep that you or your kids get. Like, it might define still, your behavior the next day, but it might doesn't it will, define but you, you know as a what? person. <laughs> God's grace will cover that behavior. We it's fully true. believe. But it's just, yeah. I know. But it is frustrating. I don't know. For me, I just have to like, I even have to ha- had to have like a mindset sh- mindset shift um, with the middle of the night feedings because I would just mm-hmm. you know you get tired you get so tired just and it's like as soon as you get a that. three hour stretch and then the next night you get like a one hour stretch and you're mm-hmm. just like oh my goodness what what is happening <laughs> right right and when it's so unpredictable but like I just had to sh- had to shift something I think when like my first was I mean no it would have been second but just those middle of the night feedings I had to be like all right these are like sacred holy moments sacred holy moments every moment holy <laughs> I mean I wish I had had that at that point because I, I would know. have just been like I'm so frustrated Lord let me just read this prayer or I'm gonna like <laughs> rage against Fix the myself. wall and like <clears throat> but I just had to be like you know what no one else is in here with me except this baby and they can't mm. talk and so it's just anyways I just had to be like yeah that that isn't to say that I enjoyed every little moment but no yeah so I think another 
Yeah. Another one of those things is, I don't know if your kids go through this stage of just throwing food everywhere, mm. like gets not under what you fix. Yeah. Yeah. Gets under my skin. Like Lila, our young youngest, she's just, does not care at all. And she will just throw her food. And I'm talking like messy spaghetti, like on the floor peanut butter and jelly going everywhere and I think it bothers my husband more than me because I'm just like well it's just what she does she's gonna grow out of it um but that's one of those things where I'm like oh my goodness cannot wait for this stage to be over because every time she throws Mm -hmm. food I just want to cry because I spent an hour making it and now she's not eating it (laughs) and you also cleaned to before yeah oh Uh, that's what sends me over the edge is like I just mopped the floor and there's a mess on it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why, why do I even mop the floor? <laughs> like, why do I do this? I, I get so frustrated and I just had to eventually just give it up, yeah. like give up this control in terms of if my kids eat what I fix or not. Yeah. And I've talked to several friends about this, but I was like, this is not going to derail my night. No. If you don't like what I cook, I am not a sous chef. I will not be making making a separate no, meal. You the will only just time go hungry. we, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm like, this and eventually is what they'll we're eat. Offering, yeah. yeah, they do. I mean, they never go hungry because they are eating other times of the day. But like, mm-hmm. usually, you know, for supper, it's like you either eat this or you go to bed hungry right now, and you can mm-hmm. just have breakfast in the morning because you're not getting another snack. Because usually yep. they would be like, oh, well, I'll just get a snack later. And I'm like, and you're like, kitchen's you know, closed, man. Yeah, not on the menu. You'll eat. This is our time to eat. We don't eat right before bed. (laughs) And drinking too. I'm just like, if you need some water, you better drink it all at supper because we're not gonna be like, you know, thirsty. thirsty. Oh, because that's probably hear Lila in the background Mm -hmm. screaming. (laughs) I can't. So okay, no worries. (laughs) But just little stuff like that. I just eventually had to be like, I'm not gonna force feed you. I can't shove Mm -hmm. this in your mouth. I don't care if you eat or not. I don't want you to have a complicated relationship with food no. but at the same time you don't offering you anything them. else yeah yeah you yeah. can and you determine what you give your child to eat it's their decision on how much mm-hmm. they eat essentially and we do not safe foods but like normal foods yeah so and like, I always try to have like one thing I know they'll eat on their plate yes yes like whether it's yogurt nice, or applesauce yeah yes. exactly and I'm just like, okay, well, that's your choice. Like I'm allowing yeah. you to choose that. But I just, I was like, this I is not going to ruin no. the rest of our night. Anyway, no, it's so. not. <laughs> just, yeah, little stuff. Okay. Like that. So but, Blaine, when it comes to ministry, what are some of those like little things that just make you want to cry? And then how do you give them to the Lord? Um, Definitely the demands of our husband's jobs. I really have had to be honest with him about some things and how I was feeling. So, and also just kind of uh, accept that the job is what it is. Um, mm-hmm. So what I mean by that first part is like, I sh- I used to get frustrated because I was like by myself on Sunday mornings. And mm. if you're out there and that's still you and yep, that's, that's just me. the nature of, yeah, I mean, that's just the nature of the, his job. That's just, yeah. you know, but um, especially like when we had kids, I, I told him one day, I was like, I feel like I'm, you know, single mom in it on Sunday mornings. And I was like, I don't like that. I was like, it's just so much pressure because I will say at the time, and this is like, 
you know, single moms, literally, if you want to put anybody on a pedestal, I do. I honor them and respect them. I don't know how they do it. I I don't. And I'm like, you guys are literal rock stars. You guys, even if you don't feel like it, you are killing it. So Mm -hmm. just shout out to the single moms listening. Yeah. Trust that you are my hero. But I just had to be honest with them and be like, I know you have a lot of things to do with the church and I know you have to get there early, but like, I just, I cannot do this by myself. And so Mm. where we lived at the time, he would come home after he went to church really, really, really early, got everything ready. And he'd come home and get us and help me get out the door Um, because it just got to the point where I was like, I'm overwhelmed and I can't do this now. I was doing a lot more at the church at that point. Yeah. Um, so we had a lot more responsibilities. Um, but now because we live a little bit further from the church, we all ride together and we just get there with him as, as early as he needs. But, um, yeah, there's just been times when I'm frustrated that like you're on the phone and we're trying to like <laughs> do something as a family and, yeah. and it's not like leisure or, I mean, there's like, no, it's work. Yeah. Yeah. It's 100% work or or it's like, oh, I got to go take care of this because who else is going to do it? And mm-hmm. I've just had to have been like, it's just part of the job because, you know, you are the person that has to take care of these things and um, change our plans. And thankfully, he has gotten really, really, really good at boundaries and has really, really respected our time as a family. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it's something that very frustrating. And so yeah. if you're in that, don't let those frustrations linger. Just <laughs> they're like, fleeting. And it's always yeah. like, like I kind of have experienced that this week, like Sunday, Cody was at work from like eight to six because <laughs> yeah. there was like a big um, le- leadership meeting. And so he like had work from, you know, eight to one came home for like a hot second and then went back. I don't even know. I don't even think he came home. He was like at the church until like going on five o'clock. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I like led worship this past week. So like I went in earlier than him to the church. He yeah. like did all the kids stuff and got them there. Mm-hmm. And then I like came home with the kids and like did everything else in the evening. And then Monday night, it was the college football championship game. So. I kind of managed the children so he could watch Michigan play. And then Tuesday Tuesday is the normal like college night at church. And yeah. so he was obviously there. And then last night was a small group meeting. And so like literally every night this week has yeah. been just like, I'm doing this all on my own. But he was very sweet and bought me a card and some Skittles to say thank you. <gasps> that was very nice. So he sees um, you. He sees that's me. Awesome. And that's just really like, cause this week has been a heavy week at work for me too. And just with the kids home, that's yeah. really, really hard. Mm-hmm. Um, like today I was supposed to leave this afternoon and like, just go somewhere else to work. But I had so many calls this afternoon. I was like, it's just not right, right. worth it. Um, but yeah, so I, that was very nice. He got the kids out of the house this afternoon. He had an early day off, which was nice, but that's definitely something that is frustrating. And I think in our old position, when we lived in Virginia, it wasn't necessarily that time drain. It was like the emotional drain of when a congregant calls him and like yeah. blesses him out over the phone. And you're just like, yeah. oh my goodness. So yeah. if you are a congregant, don't ever do that to your pastor because that's just shady. No. 
<laughs> Take your request before the Lord. Seriously. And, it, and if the Lord not- sees fit, it, if the Lord sees fit, he'll fix your problem. <laughs> I like if you're in ministry, speak it out and like tell mm-hmm. your spouse because yes. communicate what you're you feeling. Harbor those mm-hmm. roots of resentment, which can turn to bitterness. And then yep. you're just like, I'm sick of this and I've yep. been there. And so I'm just like unvoiced, unmet expectations. You have to voice what you're yeah. feeling, what you're expecting. And same with your spouse. Like if there's an expectation of him or her to be somewhere and like they have to be there, but they're not like communicating that with you until like the day of, like that's something else that has to adjust. Mm-hmm. It's like a mm-hmm. a two-way street of like, no matter what the expectation is, whether it be from your job, from you yourself to your spouse, from your kids to your spouse, from your kids to you, like you have to explain them and communicate or else it's going to fall apart pretty quickly. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. We've definitely seen that, like the communication about events that are going on or like, Mm -hmm. Hey, I was going to run to the church to do this, but like, do we have anything else going on? Because, and I've talked about this before, like our church is a priority, but it's not the top priority. And so, um, he, he's, he gets his job done, but at the same time, um, family comes definitely first. checks yeah. in yeah he's like hey what do we have going on I've got to run to the church it's it's not the hey um drop everything gotta I'm go going to the this. church yeah. yeah yeah it's more of like I need to run by the church but like do y'all want to go with me do you want to do you know it's very much we always try to take our kids along with us if we're doing yeah. anything ministry related even if it's tiring and late and just but it's good to have everybody We've there. Never regretted yeah. it. Yeah. We yeah. never regretted taking our kids along, seeing even the little things, the background, because we also don't want them to grow up and be resentful of his position in the church. Like yeah. we want them to see that we take care of things, but like mm-hmm. church is not our sole life. Yeah. Whatever. So it's great. Anyways, um, so moving from ministry, we'll see. We've covered motherhood. We've covered motherhood ministry. ministry. So career, and this can be, um, current career or like whatever, but I've got several examples through the years, but just like little frustrations at work. Um, if you know, coworkers are just like the stuff that's put on your plate or the expectations, how do you handle those little, like, yeah. Uh, what are you crying over? Like oh, what's the spilled milk? <laughs> yeah. Um, I've had a few jobs where I've cried over things. <laughs> um, Same. Mm-hmm. I think the most like pungent is the wrong word, but the one that most sticks out in my brain <laughs> is when I worked in Texas at an elementary school and a student had like gone home to their mom and like complained about me because I was showing quote unquote favoritism to another kid. And um which like yes, I should have handled like that specific situation better, but I wouldn't call it favoritism. And if I thought it was, mm-hmm. I would definitely admit to that. Um but I had like the the principal at my school who was not my direct supervisor. My supervisor was through the nonprofit that I worked with. She yeah. like essentially attacked me for like saying 
things to this kid, which were not true. And that was just like one thing I cried over. And it wasn't necessarily a small thing. It was a pretty big thing. Um, yeah. But just like, I think one of my biggest frustrations in life in general, not just career <laughs> related, but it kind of seeps into that is like, again, not communicating like proper expectations and like what's yeah. needed, like time frame. I don't know. I think that's like the unvoiced unmet expectations kind of permeates your entire life, but can be really difficult if it's not adhered to like at work. Um, and thankfully, Blaine, like we have a job now where like that's nine times out of 10, not the case. Um, no. Like everyone communicates pretty well. Like our, our company culture and core values are seeped into everyone's bones. So <laughs> it's like, yeah. um, like I haven't necessarily experienced that, you know, internally at work of my current job, but have definitely experienced that outside of where I work now. Um, but I think if I'm talking about my job now, it's not necessarily something directly involved, like with my job, it's circumstances mm-hmm. surrounding my job. Like if school gets closed and then yeah. because of yeah. snow, like I'm I'm working from home with the kids and that's literally near impossible. And like everyone right. on the East Coast this past week had like flooding. And so like tons of folks were taking off because their kids oh, yeah. were were out of school yeah. and like power outages and stuff. Yeah. Trying to pick up the pieces there of like mm-hmm. sometimes, I mean, I wish this probably like once a week, wish we all had an office to go to to like just have camaraderie. Yeah. But also like that aspect of the job, having it be remote can sometimes be just hard because it's great mm-hmm. that you get to work from home, but also there's those nuances where like when your kids are home, you still have to work. So yeah, same with, with the current job. It's like, <clears throat> I can get my job done really quickly if there's no if my one kids around. Are around. Yeah. <laughs> but like, cause like today I was super busy. Kids weren't around, but there have definitely been days full of just unexpected like curveballs, not like anything bad, but just like I have a lot of personal stuff to do or Mm -hmm. we're busy, you know, the church or something going on or the school. Yeah. And so I'm like, I've not been able to work. I'm going to have to work after hours, you know, and I say after hours, but like when everyone's home, like after supper at night and I don't like doing that, that kind of violates all boundaries that I've put in. I know. But I'm just like, again, don't let this derail your day. Like I'm very much more of a let's look on the bright side of things kind of person. But I also, you know, again, just have to tell my husband like, hey, crazy day. I'm gonna have to put in some work later. And he's like, I got you. No worries. Like, yeah. Got the kids. Cody's the same way. Yep. Yeah. Unless He's trying to cook supper and the kids are literally all neat. Men can't do that. And he's like, he's like, can you please just come? And I'm like, yes, I will just work later, later. Um, And he's like, I know my husband struggles with the same thing. I think my, my husband has made dinner twice since our kids have been born. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And that does it all the time. And it's super helpful. But uh, yeah, I'm like, okay. That doesn't include like going to get pizza. I don't count that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, like previous jobs, you know, I used to work in like the healthcare population and, Mm -hmm. or the healthcare sector in various like patient populations. And one interaction, like negative 
And I'm not talking like good criticism, like improvements, like good leadership. I'm talking just straight up people are just rude, which now I'm like, okay, they're hurting over something or they're just in a bad mood because like their dog died or something. I don't know. But just it would literally like I would tear up and oftentimes Mm. my anger manifests as tears. Oh, same. I'll cry if I'm angry. But totally um, invalidates our feelings. I mean, I'm just like, (laughs) I'm so, I mean, if I'm crying over something random like that, I'm I'm angry. That's the Mm -hmm. core feeling. It's coming out as tears. But I mean, it would seriously just change the entire rest of my day. Or if Mm. there was just, not that everything is like happy-go-lucky. Like, I know we all want it to be sunshine and butterflies all the time but like there are hard days but like should I let it affect how I'm going to work tomorrow or how I'm going to behave or like treat my kids in the next hour like they didn't do anything to me especially work related like you know there have been job changes where it was very mentally stressful emotionally stressful and it would changed I mean if I came home and I stayed in a bad mood that's when I knew I was like Lord you got to release me yeah um I can't do it anymore um because it just got to be too common but anyways that definitely (laughs) those years I mean anybody in healthcare can tell you probably in teaching and retail all you know oh man have a bad working with the general public it's just not fun the general public now, sucks. Like, don't be one of those I just people. think to myself, I'm like, what would I do now? Like, if I were working in retail, which I hope to never have to go back to, but if I do, whatever. I'm like, how would I react if someone was being a booty head? Like, what would I do? And, you know, honestly, like, I, would, I would like to just say that I'd be like, are you finished? You know, just kind of like flat like just like okay are you done now thanks okay Let's move on. like so what else can I do yeah you know let's move on um yeah. so I try I really like you know crying over the spilled milk and when I tell my kids I don't know if you do this but like it's okay to be sad about something like have your moment like like in you cry over that spilled milk today oh I cried it's, today it's okay I cried that's fine <laughs> but I, I'm like I need a moment like I, I do this a lot or I have done it a lot in the past. I'm just like, I just need, just let me be mad for 30 minutes. Let, let me just be by myself. Let me be sad. Let me revel. But then we're going to pick ourselves up and we're going to, I don't know. What should we say to ourselves? Like, I know this doesn't, this is temporary. <laughs> it is. This too shall pass. That's what I like to say to other people, but I seem to never remember it for myself. Yeah. I'm like, I'd never take my own advice. <laughs> I know. I'm the same way. I'm like, I like if this would have like if something goes awry in your your life, I would be immediate to be like, Blaine, it's gonna be okay. Like the Lord's mm-hmm. got this. He's same. and I same. but do I believe that? It's a work in progress every day. <laughs> oh, I spiral. I'm like all the time. I'm the worst employee that we have and I'm gonna get fired and I do everything wrong. I mean, it's just like negative thoughts and if if you had told me that I would be like Lakin none of that is true I think you told me that earlier (laughs) I have zero of those things are true 
Um, it, it goes back to our like consider the lilies thing. Like I know. If God like he does care about these small spilled milks. Like he cares. He does. He's in each of these frustrations in each mm-hmm. part of life. We can't control that. No, you just but have to go with the flow. You control your response. Yeah. You oh you can't. Oh, my response to the react. spilled milk today was not great. I think I said a cuss <laughs> word. Thankfully, my kids were downstairs in the basement and they didn't hear me because immediately would have repeated Good. it if they had. Yes, they would have. That yes. Mm-hmm. Doesn't make you a bad mom, but yes, they probably would have. Oh man. I know. I, yeah, I have a... to remember that. I'm like, I can't control this just happened to me, but I can control I how I react. Yeah. 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 Which that's oftentimes why I'm like, I need a minute. Because if I react right now. Yeah. Take a pause. I could, you know, fly off the handle. Punch, punch a hole through that glass door right there, you know. <laughs> Seriously. Um, off the handle is an understatement yeah oh man well if that's you if you've cried over spilt milk today please know you're not alone um and just know that god sees us in those tiny moments of frustration and in every moment of life and that um, this wasn't necessarily a time to commiserate but a time to encourage and just let all of you wonderful listeners know that god sees you and he loves you uh regardless of what's going on in your life and how you may feel towards him. So thank you guys so much for taking a listen today. If you haven't caught up um, from 2023, go ahead and back it up and take a listen to those. We've got some good stuff out uh, um, from last year as well. And uh, don't forget to subscribe wherever you're listening and click the bell so you get an update every time we put something new out. And then make sure you give us a follow on Instagram at youaremorepod. We've been pushing out a good bit of content on Instagram this week, and I am excited about it. So um, we're thankful for you guys um, and uh, spread the word. That's how we're going to get other moms and other ministry wives and other um, women who work full-time, part-time, everything in between, just hearing the good news of the Lord and kind of reaping from that what we sow. So we'll see you next time.